Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spiegel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Hey there, this is Andy. Before today's show, I have a quick question for you. Are you currently using Google Paid Ads to grow your e-commerce business? You know, those Google Shopping ads, Google Search ads, or even Google Remarketing ads? Well, if you are, then you will be interested in an all-new video training that I filmed that details the number one strategy for growing your e-commerce business using Google Paid Ads. What's this number one strategy, you ask? Well, you'll have to check out the video, but I can tell you the strategy works and the video is absolutely free for my listeners. Type in www.makeeachclickcount.com forward slash video and check out the recent video that I filmed that details the number one way I use to grow my private clients' e-commerce businesses using paid Google ads. Again, the URL is www.makeeachclickcount.com forward slash video, and it's absolutely free to watch. Now, on to today's show. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel. And today, we're happy to welcome our next guest to discuss today's topic, which is talking SEO. He is the owner and founder of Increasely.com, a Dublin-based digital marketing strategy agency on a mission creating and executing digital marketing strategies for brands and small to medium businesses whose vision is filling the gap between strategy and execution. A big welcome to Pasquale Malone. Hi, Pasquale. Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm great. Well, thanks for joining us today. Now, Thanks for having me here. Now, before we dive into today's topic, which is talking SEO, can we first hear your backstory and what ultimately led you to do what you're doing now? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, it's a long story, but basically it's um, about uh, me starting in digital. Now, I've been working in digital for the past um, 15 years. Um, I started uh, with SEO, and at the time it was very technical SEO. But then I moved to different areas of digital marketing and, um, and account management. So I was working on uh, um, strategic accounts. And essentially, increasingly, uh, was born from uh, these two worlds uh, meeting together. So one is the kind of hands-on technical expertise of the SEO, and the other one is the more strategic marketing side of um, the account management. And at the time when I started the company, which is now nearly five years, um, I found that there was no agency that could do both. Uh, mm -hmm. You could either find an agency doing uh, uh, specific tasks or spe uh, focusing on specific areas like SEO or an agency working on the big picture. Um, while increasingly, uh, 
what we do is we create and execute digital marketing strategies. Well, let's start talking about how SEO has changed over the years, because that is uh, a huge interest to a lot of people. So I remember when Panda and Penguin updates, I think those were around, what, 2008, 2009. Anyway, they, they really changed the game in terms of needing more than just backlinks and optimized titles and meta tags. Where have you seen SEO in the last five years? Yeah, I mean, uh, and you're right, SEO has changed dramatically. Um, I mentioned that I started in SEO 15 years ago, and at the time it was just, just keywords, uh, keywords you wanted to rank uh, for some selected keywords. You just keyword stuff your page with those keywords and you were fine. But then, you know, like you said, you know, there were some um, very uh, important updates uh, of the Google search algorithm and the focus started to shift. So initially it was keywords and, and links, and then in terms of numbers, and then it shifted towards the quality of the keywords and the quality of the links. And in the last few years, uh, it's been really about content and the cluster of content. So the topic, um, that you create by putting together, by interlinking uh, different um, uh, pieces of content. And, and, and this is what SEO is nowadays. It's all about uh, content, the quality of the content, uh, answering uh, people's questions, um, sort of in, a, in an FAQ format and so on. Now our backlinks still important to rank well with SEO organically today? Yeah, well, I think this question, I mean, nobody could say no to the, could answer no to this question. Having said that, and based on my experience, uh, content and the quality of the content is more important than the number and also the quality of the backlinks. Just to give you an example, um, my blog ranks high for uh, some keywords where the, the articles or the content I created doesn't really have a lot of links, uh, but it ranks well because it answers people's questions and mm -hmm. it answers people's intent. Now, SEO, there's always been a, a lot of scams. I think partially because you can't measure the results in... Um, quantitative time frame. Do you get upset when you see companies getting scammed by SEO services? Uh, I wouldn't say I get upset, but I get a bit frustrated because, you know, as you, as you know yourself, uh, digital marketing and SEO in particular are, uh, it is a very competitive industry. And so uh, the more uh, you lose uh, credibility as a digital marketer, the more the category loses credibility as well. And so to answer to your question, uh, I don't get upset, but I get frustrated because um, it, it becomes, it just makes it more difficult to sort of uh, engage with customers uh, and, and educating customers about the benefits of SEO. Now, can you, do you have a story in particular about a client who might've been burned working with a, one of these shyster SEO companies before they got to you? 
Well, I don't have a story in particular, but I do, there, there, there seems to be a trend, you know, there's a trend of um, SEO agencies or SEO uh, managers, freelancers promising, uh, you know, number one position on Google uh, in, uh, in no time and absolutely no time. And then there are, there's, there are a lot of stories, a lot of clients, I'd say 90% of the clients that I, of the new clients that I get, they're actually clients coming, customers coming from somebody else. And they, they, they were disappointed with this person or with this, this agency. And then and, and they come to me. Um, and so I have to work uh, with that. Um, but to answer to your question there, um, generally is a matter of um, uh, expectations. So they, they come, to, they go to another agency because uh, they, their expectations were not met uh, or transparency. Um, a lot of stories from my clients are about, oh, I never really saw uh, this uh, level of reporting or this type of reporting, or I, I didn't know what was going on. And, and, and that sort of thing. Um, so I, I suppose, you know, again, to answer your question, transparency and kind of high expectations are the two most common denominators for um, kind of new SEO clients for me. Yeah, I mean, I think you, you raised some, some real important points there. It's definitely a red flag if a company is promising you with the SEO services specific results in a really short time frame, like saying we'll get you number one in, in the next couple of weeks or something like that. Yeah. You know, here in June, Google is set to release a new algorithm update regarding page experience. Can can you tell us about this coming update? Yeah, sure. This is actually an update that was supposed to be rolled out in May, but because the majority of websites were not ready, uh, Google decided to push it to June. So essentially, it's about core web vitals. Core web vitals are uh, metrics uh, that measure the page experience. Um, so the experience that the user has of the web page. Uh, to cut it short, it's about how fast that page loads on your browser. And it's uh, the, the, the new thing is that up until now, uh, this has just been a metric that mattered in terms of overall experience. So essentially, you know, if you visit the website and the website um, doesn't load very fast, you kind of get a bit frustrated, a bit annoyed, and you might leave. But starting from June, the, the bad experience of the user on a given web page will uh, affect the ranking of the website on Google. So starting from June, core web vitals and page experience will become uh, ranking factors in Google. So what have you been doing to prepare your, your clients for this coming change? Well, um, part of the work that I've been doing uh, is no different from the work that I normally do. As, essentially, when I talk with a new SEO client or a new uh, web design, web development client, because we also uh, build websites, uh, I stress uh, the importance of fast loading uh, web pages. And so I, I, I stress the importance of updating your website regularly. 
uh, whether it, it, we work with a lot of um, WordPress websites, so it's mm -hmm. critical that you update, you keep your website up to date in terms of core files, but also the plugins, and that's also a matter of security. So to answer to your question there, I, I haven't done really um, something very, very different uh, or unusual. Uh, it, it, I, I've been preaching this, the importance of page load speed from the start. Um, and, and that just hasn't changed, you know? So it kind of brings me to my next question. What, what website platforms do you think, you had mentioned WordPress, but which ones do you think perform the best for optimizing for SEO? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I'm sure this is also a little controversial. I'm, I'm sure everybody has got their own opinion. Uh, based on my experience, if you really, it, WordPress gives a really good level of customization when it comes to SEO. So if you know the platform, you can really work uh, well and you can really do a, a very good uh, on-page optimization with WordPress. And now, now this it doesn't mean that other platforms, other content management systems, like for example, Shopify, are not good for SEO. It just means that there's certain level of granularity that you can get with certain platform. And with WordPress, you can get to a very, very high level of uh, granularity, which ultimately translates in better results. You know, you had mentioned Shopify. This, this seems to be the, the very popular one that a lot of companies are migrating to or, or opening their store, if it's a new store, opening in Shopify. One of the things that I've heard is an inherent problem with Shopify is because of all of the themes that is just inherently slow in both load time and responsiveness. Have you found that to be true? And what are some things you can do to speed up your Shopify website? Well, yeah, no, th this is definitely a, a great point and a great question. Um, so generally speaking, Shopify um, structurally is not among the slowest uh, content management systems because Shopify is essentially, uh, the, 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 in terms of images, in terms of content, it delivers everything from their content delivery network. Um, so from their servers. So you, you don't deliver an image from your own shared hosting. You, you, you kind of deliver an image from Shopify servers, which are really good and they're really fast. So the problem with Shopify being slow is actually the one, the problem that is shared, like it's a cross-platform uh, problem with uh, people up, um, uploading, um, not knowingly, uh, uploading like very heavy images um, or images that are uh, of a bigger size than they need. And so... Mm -hmm. You know, as you can imagine, if you have a Shopify website, like an e-commerce website with hundreds of images, that is um, uh, heavy on on the performance. Uh, because even if you use Shopify servers, I mean, and the images in Shopify are um, automatically optimized, and when you upload an image, even if the image is heavy, it, it gets uh, optimized um, through the Shopify system. But if you upload, just to give you an example, an image that is like, let's say two megabytes, the, the level of optimization that you can get, it still, uh, results, in, still results in a heavy image. 
Um, so definitely uh, in terms of recommendation there, uh, pay attention to the images that you upload. Uh, make sure that uh, they are the right size. Um, I mean, um, if you are uploading your logo, don't upload a logo that is 5,000 pixels. Mm -hmm. and, and for sure use um, images that are uh, light uh, and not so heavy. That, that would be the main recommendations for me. Now, I think that speaking of, of PageSpeed, the Google PageSpeed Insights tool is probably the most well-known tool that Google provides to developers. What do you think in your experience the minimum speed your website should be if you expect to generate some decent traffic from organic listings? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a very good question. Um, I mean, there, minimum is very difficult to, to say. I would say always uh, shoot for, you know, 80, 90, because um, if you use the page, uh, the Google Page Speed Insights tool, you will get two measurements, one uh, for desktop and one for mobile. Now, generally speaking, uh, your page load speed on desktop is, is faster than on mobile. So uh, you want to make sure that at least on desktop, you, you are very close to the 90s. So you're around, you're between 80 and 90 for a good page load speed. And definitely on mobile, um, I wouldn't go below 60 or 70, because if, if you go below, if your website is uh, performance is below 60 or 70, that means you know your page load speed is very slow, and the the experience of the user on your pages is not great. Now, I would most companies I see the small to medium sized businesses don't have page speed anywhere close to that. I, you know, I've seen them in the 20s or even in the teens. When a client comes to you, are you able to get them into that 80, 90% range? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, uh, that's, you're right. The majority of websites, are they don't score that high. Um, but the answer is yes. Uh, some, it, it depends on the website. But, but generally speaking, there are certain things, like I was saying, um, that you can do to, to improve the, the web, the, sorry, the page load speed of your website. Uh, we, we normally help them to get to a decent uh, score in terms of page, uh, Google page speed insights. Um, but most importantly, we help them get to a decent page load speed in terms of the, the number of seconds that it takes for the page to load. So let's switch and, and talk about your agency, increasingly.com. It's a very interesting name. How, how did you come up with naming your agency then? <laughs> yeah, you know, initially that was, a, that was a very difficult question because people thought it was a, a spelling mistake, you know, and they were correcting me when I would pronounce my, my agency's name because obviously the, the, the word would be increasingly, uh, but it's actually the combination between increase and easily and mm. I just want to put in the in the prospect's mind the fact that it's not so difficult to improve, to increase, whether it's traffic, whether it's conversions, whether it's revenue, if you use the right strategy. So that's why, you know, uh, like I said at the beginning, increasingly digital marketing strategy agency, because strategy 
is everything, uh, whether you're talking about SEO, whether you're talking about uh, Google Ads, whether you're talking about even you know web design and web development, you need the right strategy uh, to succeed. So that's why that's where the name Increasely comes from, um, Increase Plus Easily. And you guys, you're, you're based out of Dublin, Ireland, right? That's correct, yeah. Now, are your clients, are they mostly European? Are they mostly American? How, how does that, is it a combination thereof? Or? Yeah, so the majority of our clients will be Irish. Let's say 70-80% uh, of our clients will be Irish. But we work uh, globally. Uh, we work with the US. We work with uh, India. We work with France. So we don't really have any geographical uh, sort of focus or limitation, if you like. And what, what is your ideal client? Yeah, so that's a great question. Well, because we work on, uh, we stress the importance of digital marketing strategy, our ideal client will be a brand that appreciates the importance of the strategy. Um, so a brand that needs guidance on, for example, uh, where to go with their SEO, or a client that is, for example, redesigning or redeveloping their website, and they need to make sure that they do things right so they don't lose their visibility, they don't lose traffic. Um, so that would be the, our ideal client. And are you guys mostly doing e-commerce clients or professional service clients, or what, um, what vertical are you in? Well, we don't really specialize in a vertical because the principle that we apply can be applied to uh, both e-commerce or like we call it brochure websites where you just, you know, are online. You don't really sell directly through your website. Um, so, yeah, to, the, to answer to your question, we don't really specialize in um, any industry or vertical. Um, we, we, we are cross-industry. Um, Having said that, we we tend to work. Uh, if I had to think about a percentage, I would say maybe it's, it's a 50-50 e-commerce websites and brochure websites. And if somebody wanted to to reach you, how what would be the best way for a listener to to get a hold of of you and get a hold of more information on increasingly.com? Yeah, sure. We're, we're on um, social media. Uh, the handle is uh, Increasingly. And, and then uh, they can obviously find us on Increasingly.com, our website. Um, that's probably the best way to, to get in touch with us. Um, they can send an email directly to info at Increasingly.com. And you work a lot with, with PageSpeed and the, and the SEO. Do you do migrations as well if, if somebody wants to switch e-commerce platforms? Yeah, that's a, that's a very good question. Yeah, we do. Uh, we work uh, mostly, our, the, the, the type of migration that we do is from a third-party content management system to WordPress. So we've done Shopify to WordPress, uh, Wix to WordPress, Squarespace to WordPress, etc. Magento. Um, Magento, yes, but it wouldn't be our main focus, though. Yeah. Now, finally, what would you say to someone who's been burned by by SEO company in the past, but 
they want to get, you know, desperately, they want to get better organic rankings and, and really want to get ready for this new update that Google's rolling out. Yeah, um, it, it, it's difficult to talk with somebody that uh, got disappointed um, from working with some, some, some other agency. You know, I would say that um, they can they can avoid SEO, but it doesn't mean that SEO is not there. So if they want to get uh, visibility on Google, if they want to get organic traffic, they need to engage in um, some sort of SEO practice. And the SEO practice that I recommend is actually has a twofold effect because like I was saying at the beginning, SEO nowadays is all about content and quality content and, cre and creating uh, uh, clusters of content. So on the one hand, if, if, if you essentially, if you write uh, and publish blog posts, on the one hand, you position yourself as an expert in the field but on the other hand, you're also supporting and helping your uh, visibility on Google, which is essentially um, free traffic directly to, to your website. And my absolute last question is that I read that Europe is now allowing fully vaccinated Americans to visit this summer with the exclusion of Ireland. <laughs> now, do you mind speaking on behalf of your country why, why this is the case? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure about this question, but uh, um, I have to say Ireland has been very conservative when it comes to, you know, coronavirus and restrictions. And like you said, it, uh, we, we uh, Ireland kind of uh, is, uh, doesn't follow really the other European countries. Um, I think it makes sense with the policy they've been following for the past year or since the pandemic uh, started. Um, very conservative policy. Uh, it's it's kind of the, the old saying, it, it better be safe than sorry. I'm not saying it's right, but it's the policy that uh, the Irish government has been following so far. Uh, hopefully we're gonna get to a level of normality soon so we can welcome American and other uh, tourists all right, fair enough. I'll have to wait till 2022 for my visit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, um, is there anything that I have forgot to ask you before we wrap it up today? I think you pretty much covered everything. Yeah, that, that, that was there. Uh, yeah, no, I think there'll be that. No, you know, I did I see that you guys offer some sort of free assessment on the website? I know you didn't say that. No. What What is the uh, What is it that you're offering on the website? So essentially, uh, we, we offer a free, uh, it's a basic SEO audit that gives you an idea about how, about your current performance. It's like a, it's like a baseline. It's like a benchmark to say, okay, I have, for, for those clients that they say, oh, I have no idea how I'm, how I'm doing in SEO. I think I'm doing pretty bad because I never look at it. So we, we actually sort of translate that pretty bad into a number or into a percentage in terms of visibility, in terms of ranking, in terms of page load speed. Uh, it, it, it's, it's a great conversation starter because, you know, one thing is having the perception that the SEO, that like your kind of visibility is bad. Another thing is seeing that on the report that you rank number 50 for your most important keyword, you know? Sure. And that's available if you just go to increasely.com? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Great. 
All right. Well, that's it today. Remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave an honest review. And if you're looking for more information regarding Pasquale or Increasely.com, including that free audit, I will go ahead and put a link in the show notes below. In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your business using Google paid ads, request to join the Make Each Click Count Facebook group. I've been releasing some all new free live trainings and more will be happening soon. In the meantime, remember to stay safe, keep healthy and happy marketing. And I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing.